You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation Atlanta. And welcome back for another installment of Big Trouble in Little Vagina. The talk that makes your body rock. Our program, as always, is dedicated to helping you find that most important, most elusive, and most precious of all things, the perfect orgasm. And we've spent such a great deal of time getting so very intimate with each other. But just in case you're new to the program, I am the naughty mistress with the mostess, the melodic goddess of getting it on, and the deviant diva, naughty Nicole Delacroix. And the only thing that I will ever ask of you, my dear sweet listeners, is that you keep an open mind, put aside what you think you know, sit back and relax, and we will run down this crazy road of life together. And don't ever forget, orgasms are nature's way of saying, life sucks ass, but here, have a little candy. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I do want to remind all you naughty little listeners out there that if you're searching for some real naughtiness on the internet, then make sure your destination is our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys. And guess what? By being a renegade listener, they are going to give you one hell of a deal. Use special offer code BABE69, that's B-A-B-E 69, they're going to give you 50% off of one item. And they're going to throw in free shipping, three choice adult movies to get you in the mood, and a very special Renegade-only listener gift. And let me tell you this, the folks over at Adam and Eve Toys, they really know how to treat you right. So make sure you head on over there today and pick out something extra naughty. Tell them Naughty Nicole sent you. And don't forget, the Renegade Talk Radio Network is growing every single day. We've got a brand new website, so make sure you've got it bookmarked. And make sure you're checking out all the fascinating and provocative shows that are there on our website for you. We've got Deep Insight into Conspiracies with Everly Isby, Entrepreneurship in Business with Heather Havenwood, and as always, Hilarity and Hijinks with Richie and our very own Sammy the Sausage Man. You can also check out my other show, The World in My Eyes, where I get to talk about all the things that are going on in the world that make me think or cringe or laugh or just make me want to vomit. And don't forget, there's so much more great talk radio on its way to you, so make sure you're checking back daily because I promise you this, you do not want to miss what's coming up next. And on today's episode of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, well, I'm a little pissed off my renegade nation. And I've got something that I need to get off of my more than ample chest today. So today, I'm talking about assumptions. That's right, boys and girls, we all make assumptions. Hell, we do it all the time. And they can really be about anyone or anything. And we think it's so easy to know just what's going on in somebody else's head. Or maybe we think that we understand why a person has taken a particular course of action. Truth is, we don't know shit. We make a guess based on our imagination or a past experience or maybe even wishful thinking or what we think we know about a person. 
And it's really no big deal to us for us to arbitrarily decide why something happens, why someone does or says something, and so on and so forth until odd-nasm. I don't care. We don't even base our decisions on any observable evidence or any factual knowledge. Nope. We just make the decision and we believe it. Like it's fact. And worse than that, we never change our minds about our assumptions. So today, I've got a little ditty for you. And no, it's not about Jack and Diane, but thank you, John Cougar. Instead, it's about yours truly, Naughty Nicole and an experience that I had recently. So, as many of you know, I am a single girl living here in Atlanta. So, you could pretty much assume I date. Now, because of my hectic schedule at work, and, you know, posting episodes on Renegade, which I love, it's considerably less often than my mother would like, but I do date. So, recently... I had occasion to go out with a guy that I've been talking to via email and social media and other things. And for the purpose of this story, well, we're going to call him Dick. So Dick and I finally found time to meet up with one another. You know, to see if we have any chemistry in real life. Just a bit of background. Dick doesn't really know anything about my show. Or at least if he does he's not aware that it's actually me. So he doesn't really have all the juicy little tidbits that I share with each of you, my lovelies. Anyway, we decided that it was going to be best for us to meet up at a local restaurant. You know, eat, chat, see if things went anywhere. Now, bear in mind that I have been talking to this guy for several months. And for the most part, he's a smart, nice, and respectful guy. So, I'm not sure where the hell that guy went, but the guy that showed up was, well, pure dick. After arriving to the meet about 20 minutes late, he didn't even bother to apologize or even offer up any reason for his lateness. He immediately ordered a double Berman and downed it in one gulp. Yeah, I should have known right then and there that that was not going to be a very good date. But, unfortunately, I am forever an optimist. So I chalked that drink up to nerves, or maybe he had a bad day, and I was willing to let it slide and maybe get down to the guy that I'd been talking to this entire time. So we stop and order dinner. We start talking. Well, that sweet, smart, respectful guy that I'd come to know was a little bit more interested in being rude to all the other people in the restaurant and staring at waitresses' boobs. And when the evening was so clearly over and I was ready to leave, this guy actually had the fucking audacity to shove the bill towards me to have me pay it. Now, I don't have a problem with going Dutch and paying my own way. In fact, that's exactly what I was going to do. But he actually expected that I was going to pay for his meal. I politely told him that I was going to pay my half. And he started acting like, well, a dick. And wasn't even going to tip the waitress. So, finally, I just had enough. I grabbed the check and said, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to pay for it. 
Then, of course, there was this little tug of war where he said, no, 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 I'm going to pay it. No, I'm going to pay it. No, I'm going to pay it. So the waitress finally got involved. And, of course, I won by pointing out to the waitress that I was actually going to tip her with money, not trying to tip her with his dick. And after all that, after paying for it, he's still sitting at the fucking table. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? I finally get up to leave, and he's walking out with me like, I don't know, he's my boyfriend, my husband, or I'm his property, or what, whatever. He's like throwing his arm around me. I finally get to the car. I thank him for the evening, and this motherfucker actually tried to kiss me. Are you fucking kidding me? Talk about fucking clueless. I politely turn his advance down, get into my car, and fly out of that fucking parking lot headed for home. And it's like a 15-minute drive for me, but the entire time, my fucking phone is going crazy. Now, for those of you that don't know, I don't use my phone in my car other than emergencies. And I do have the system where, you know, I can answer the phone through my car stereos, which is very rare. Most of the time I decline the calls. But, you know, for certain people like, you know, my mom and Richie and, you know, my bestie, I answer those calls. So by the time I get home, there's about like 40 fucking messages on my phone from Dick. And to, to top off this fabulous evening that I've had with him, there is just a tsunami of fucking messages suggesting that I should come to his place and service him. And he ends this fucking tsunami with three unsolicited dick pics. And no, I'm not talking about his face, people. No, I'm not. Now, I get that there are some people out there that are thick. You know, they don't pick up on those subtle signals that other people send out. And I'll be honest, hell, I'm usually tripped up on some of them myself. But clearly, I am not interested in the pictures of your teeny tiny little micro penis. Yeah, that's right, people. Don't send me dick pics if you have a micro penis, because I promise you this, I will mock you. Now, of course, he's going around saying things about me that aren't even remotely true. And, you know, this whole thing got me thinking about assumptions. Now, I see assumptions every single day. People call into customer service. They act completely clueless and bewildered when you ask them for their fucking account number. Like, it has never occurred to them that, I don't know, I might need your fucking account number to pull up your fucking account. Or how people assume that because I work in customer service that somehow I'm stupid or beneath them. Or how when we see a handsome guy or pretty girl, we just naturally assume that they have the world at their feet. Or maybe you see somebody who has a few pounds on them and you just assume that they eat too much or they don't exercise. Or how someone is a certain age and has never been married. Oh, yeah, there must be something wrong with them. Well, the problem with making these types of assumption is that more often than not, we're fucking wrong. We assume that a person has a specific motivation for their actions, or even that an event took place for a specific reason. Then we start to see these incorrect assumptions as the truth. A lot of damage can be done by confusing our assumptions with the truth. 
but we still make all sorts of assumptions every fucking day. Some are trivial, others can be potentially devastating, and almost every single one of them is false. So, why do we do this? I think in part, it's human nature. We base our understanding of other people and the world in general, not just on the facts that we observe, but to a greater or lesser extent on what's really going, inso- going on inside of us, you know, psychologically. Instead of basing our understanding of people and events on what we observe and what we know to be a fact, we often prefer to make judgments based on emotions, beliefs, expectations, and even wishes. Somebody was wishing I wanted their dick pic. We often too easily confuse these psychological mechanisms with reality, and the assumptions that spring from them become the basis of our own version of reality, even though it's not nowhere near the truth. We don't recognize just how much of our inner world is coloring the way that we see and understand our outer world, or how it distorts things for us. When making assumptions becomes a habit, we are less and less grounded in reality and more and more prone to creating problems for ourselves and others. So how do we stop making so many assumptions and start basing our understanding of people and the world in general on more tangible facts? We simply pause as we're jumping to our conclusions and ask ourselves, how do we know this? If the answer to that question is anything other than, I've learned it through observing the evidence or through obtaining factual information, then we're really at a risk of making an assumption. If we just stop and do our own fact check before deciding that we know something, we'll avoid the trap of false assumptions and most likely prevent a lot of unnecessary difficulties for ourselves and maybe for others. All right, my sweet listeners, we're just getting started with today's topic, and before we get too far into it, we need to take a moment to visit our sponsors. I'll assume that you're checking them out. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. I'm Naughty Nicole, and this is Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta. Meet me back here, my little heathens, after the break. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. Welcome back, Renegade Nation Atlanta. If you're just tuning in, this is Big Trouble in Little Vagina, and you can assume that I am still Naughty Nicole. (laughs) And today, we're talking about assumptions. 
And I'm assuming that during the break, you went over to Adam and Eve Toys to check out the wide selection of adult toys, movies, and oh, so much more that they have to offer. And I'm assuming that Adam and Eve Toys will treat you just as good as they treat me. All right, let's jump back into today's topic. So, in order to function in our society, we have a lot of processes, beliefs, and generalizations that all help to keep us efficient. The problem is that every now and again, those automatic processes can get a little bit out of control. And it happens a lot. And unfortunately, it keeps us doing something that we really don't want to be doing. So, what does happen when we assume? Well, first of all, we end up labeling. That's right. Our minds are so very used to labeling people, places, things, experiences, everything around us. And we don't even notice it's happening. When you see someone who acts a certain way, you have a label for it. And it evokes a certain feeling and maybe even a a behavior in you that sometimes isn't always desirable. You might sit in nature just enjoying the breeze. And as you look around at all the beautiful things and feel what it feels like to just be there, well, guess what? If you try to do that, you try to label everything. You look at the tree and you make it an intellectual exercise. And you probably wouldn't feel as good as if you did just being in that moment. Another really big one that often destroys relationships is mind rating. Oh yes, the great the great mind reader, I know what you're thinking, and it's naughty and I like it. A great example of mind reading is if you ever look at a friend or your significant other and try to guess how they're feeling or thinking. Now, you don't really know how they're feeling or what's going inside of, going on inside of their head. You think you do, but you don't. The reason for this The reason this isn't a problem at the beginning of a relationship is because you don't know anything about the person. So you don't know enough to make those assumptions. So you don't. But as you get to know each other, you start making more and more assumptions. So be very aware when you're trying to mind read people because it usually doesn't end well. Well, unless you're a psychic. And hey, if you're a psychic, what finger am I holding up? (laughs) One of my personal favorites is guilt tripping. Oh, yes. Pack your bags because I'm sending you on a guilt trip. Guilt tripping basically refers to when you try to manipulate someone by making them feel guilty or pity you in some way to get your way. Now, a lot of people do this because they really just don't know any other way to get people to do what they want them to do. (laughs) Oh, sorry about that. They don't realize they can just tell people what they're going to do and let other people decide for themselves. If you find yourself if you find yourself trying to make other people feel guilty, stop it. Just stop it. Consider what you're doing to them. Imagine doing what you're doing for the next 10 or even 20 years in the future. What kind of impact do you think it's going to have on your relationship? And how do you think it's going to affect how you feel inside? How do you think it's going to affect how you feel about yourself? Now, another big one is predicting catastrophe. And no, I'm not talking about, oh, it's going to happen. I'm talking about these people who are the naysayers of the world. 
How often have you found yourself imagining the worst possible outcome just because you had something not go the way you want it to? Now, if you're anything like me, it happens more than you care to admit, and it doesn't really make you feel very good, does it? It's not always easy to get out of the pattern if you've been doing it for a really long time. It's been almost ingrained in you, but just having the awareness of what you're doing can help you let it go. Oh God, somebody please sing that damn song. Let it go. Okay, no, I'm not going to sing it because I sing horribly. The same applies to the people that you spend time with. You may know someone who's always noticing the worst in everything. You tell them grand plans and your dreams, but they only tell you why you won't be able to do it and why you shouldn't even try. If you notice yourself doing this to anybody, seriously, you gotta stop because it's not worth your energy. It just makes you feel bad and it makes other people avoid you. You know what? If you have a crazy dream, support it a little bit. I understand that you think it may never happen, but you know what? It's nice to have the dream to hold on to. And another big one is turning processes into things. Yeah, I know that kind of sounds weird, but turning processes into things happens mostly because of how we use language. It's effective, but the problems begin when it keeps you stuck. For example, someone might say that they have trouble with their relationship and it may feel like a huge problem, but it's always a huge problem. Does this sound familiar? What they forget to become aware of is that a relationship is the process of relating to someone else. So the question isn't how can you fix it? The question becomes how you're relating to this other person that you don't like and how you want to begin changing it. Do you notice how it frees up the energy and makes it just a little bit lighter? That's the amazing power of language when we use it right and the power of our own minds. We're dynamic beings, so if you feel stuck, remember that it's not that you're literally stuck. Well, unless you're stuck in mud, in which case, I'm sorry, you're just stuck. But it's the way that you're keeping yourself in that feeling of, well, stuckness. If that's a word. Okay, I'm making that a word. We're moving on. So how, how else can assumptions negatively impact us? Well, first of all, we can miss opportunities. I mean, I had a friend who was looking for a job. And there was this perfect job. He was really interested in going for it. But he just didn't think that his qualifications were up to par. So, you know, I had to tell him, dude, clean up your resume. Go ahead and apply for it. Who cares? What's the worst they can tell you? No, right? So after a little bit of prodding, he finally applied for it. And guess what? He got the job. He just assumed that he wouldn't get it, so he would have never tried applying for it. And he was just seriously underestimating his own skills and abilities. And guess what? He would have missed a great opportunity had he not tried. How else can we have negative impacts on us? Well, we make errors in judgments and in our actions. Taking action based upon assumptions seems like the surefire way to make a really bad decision. That, tequila, and guys with dick pics. Okay, never mind. (laughs) After all, you're not working with all the facts, you know? 
what you're basing your decision on are what you think might be going on, not on what is actually happening. How many of us have places that we'd love to travel to, but we don't because we think that traveling to that place is dangerous? I mean, it's good to be concerned about safety and all, but for some reason, some people truly believe that it's far worse out there in the world than it really is. And we miss out on all the wonderful things that can be offered just because we assume something. You've just seen a lot of bad images in the media and you assume that it's a bad place to visit. But guess what? It could be perfectly lovely with perfectly lovely people and you can have a great time. Another thing that that assumptions negatively impact us on, and most people don't get this one, is becoming overconfident. Yeah. Now, imagine somebody who's completely convinced that something is going to come to them. They might think that it's a job promotion or a good business deal is going to go in their favor. Whatever it is, they're certain that things are always going to turn out for them. Sometimes people think this way because they're assuming things will work out, not because they actually know it'll work out or even work on working it out. And assumptions like those can build overconfidence. When you're overconfident, you start to take things for granted. You might not work as hard to get that promotion or fail to see the cracks in that business deal. When you're overconfident, you become blind to signs things are going wrong. And that's when things are most likely to fall apart. And most importantly, we misunderstand other people. Have you ever been around someone who you thought just hated you? Only to realize later that they were really just having a bad day? You made the assumption that they hated you and it affected how you treated that person. Now, you might change your actions around them fearing that they just don't like you. And that can lead to a lot of miscommunication and problems later on down the road. So, I know we've all heard that old adage about what happens when you assume something. Yep. You make an ass out of you, and you make an ass out of me. Old sayings aside, the danger of making assumptions is very real. On the one hand, assuming that scary person lurking down a dark alley might be dangerous could possibly save your life, though. On the other hand, assumptions might just be ruining a great opportunity for you. So, to summarize... We do have a tendency to build elaborate ideas of who people are going to be or how things are going to go, rather than actually being in the moment of discovering what they truly are. More often than not, things are not how they appear on the surface, especially someone with no knowledge of the situation. So look to your own life for examples of this. Rather than assume and judge, choose to talk and find out the truth of the situation. When we choose to assume and judge, we create a breeding ground for unnecessary conflict. When we choose to assume and judge, we miss out on a lot of potential opportunities to connect with people and go through new experiences that might be really enjoyable. Many of our assumptions are based on superficial ideas that create us, I'm sorry, that cause us to create a filter and not even give certain people or certain experiences a fair chance to present themselves for what they truly are. When conflict arises, 
make sure the first step is to chill out, talk, and empathize, rather than to overreact based on what you think happened. Well, my lovelies, we've come to the end of yet another episode. And I assume that you enjoyed today's ride. (laughs) Maybe you learned a little something, or maybe you just like listening to me talk on. And if you did, either way, don't hesitate to let me know, because I'd love to hear from you. You can assume you can find me at my website, www.nicole-delacroix.com, or on Twitter at at Nicole Delacroix. If you're liking what you're listening to, then make sure you pick up a copy of my book, Sexual Confessional Confidential Admissions from Social Media, available now on Amazon.com and all other major booksellers. That's our time for today, my darlings, and I do want to thank you for joining me for Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta, or as I like to call it, Hotlanta. And don't forget to join me next time so we can get down and naughty. Until then, remember, if you didn't see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, then don't make it up with your small little mind and share it with your big ass mouth. <laughs> See you next time, my precious little heathens. We don't sugarcoat shit.